0: If you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you found me and hope you're enjoying the show. Do us both a favor and make sure you subscribe or follow the show in your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. I release two each week, one full-length episode like this one every Tuesday, and on Thursdays I post a bizbite episode where I answer a frequently or recently asked question I've received from the e-commerce badassery community. So, have you heard the news? shopify has shipped over 100 new product updates in the last six months and they've got more coming very soon if you're not a shopify user i do recommend you listen to this episode anyway because it just may give you some great ideas on things to consider for your own business that can also be implemented on your platform or you may be inspired to switch to shopify by the end of this episode. If that's you and you want an unlimited free trial for the platform versus the not long enough 14 days they give you by default, I can help you with that. Fill out the form in the show notes and I'll get you set up. Just know that it's a manual process, so give me at least 72 business hours to get back to you. I won't be going through every single update because it's a lot. Some of them have been around for a bit, but were released somewhat silently but there are also a bunch of new ones. Honestly, I don't think announcing so many upgrades at once was a great way to support their smaller merchants. I'm sure it's going to feel a bit overwhelming. But the good news is it's early in the year, so you have some time to learn, adapt, and take advantage of these new features before we get back to the holiday season. Today, I'm going to cover some of the most impactful and relevant ones while also reminding you of some features that may have flown under the radar. Let's start with the upgrades they're making to the Shop app for merchants. If you don't already know what the Shop app is, it started out as an accelerated checkout tool, that's ShopPay, and an order tracking tool for customers. Now it's essentially a marketplace of products from Shopify stores. The app boasts 100 million users, and tens of millions of shoppers that use the Shop app every single month. To better support merchants on this app, Shopify is creating some additional functions and features. First, they're giving developers the opportunity to extend the functionality of their apps to the Shop app. There's no telling how long it's going to take your favorite apps to expand their functionality for all I know they've already done it, but it's definitely something you'll want to keep your eye on. I don't think the shop app will ever fully replace the functionality of creating your own app with a tool like Tapcart because it's still a marketplace and you'll have the competition of all the other brands just a thumb tap away. But with tens of millions of shoppers on there, the more impactful you can make the experience for shoppers, the better. Shopify is also giving merchants more flexibility and control over their presence on the app. This will include things like creating collections, featuring bestsellers, reviews, and adding more of your own branding. They're also releasing something called shop cash campaigns. These are exclusive to Shopify plus merchants, but it's another way to acquire new customers similar to Shopify audiences that were announced last year. These campaigns let you target shop pay buyers with special deals and offers, and you only pay when a customer is acquired. One of the most exciting updates, which is slowly rolling out over the next few months, is one-page checkout. This has long been a gripe of many CROs, those who focus on conversion rate optimization, saying that Shopify's multi-step checkout is a conversion killer. At my last gig, we spent a lot of hours discussing this, and many people wanted to blame our conversion issues on the checkout, but at the same time, Shopify always boasted how well their checkout converted overall. I guess now we'll finally know for sure when stores start switching over to the new checkout and if they see a higher conversion rate at this stage. Shopify Plus customers will also get access to a drag and drop checkout editor versus having to edit the checkout.liquid theme file. And Shopify has been opening up access to their checkout for a minute. If you remember sometime last year, they opened up the availability for developers to create apps that access checkout, which wasn't a thing before. The best example of this was when recurring subscriptions could now be processed directly through the native Shopify checkout versus having to create its own checkout page. This was a huge win for merchants because it brought in a flood of new subscription apps to the marketplace, so merchants had more to choose from. Competition in any industry is a good thing for consumers because it forces companies to create better products and experiences for their customers. And in a lot of cases, it drives pricing down because consumers have more options. When I had my subscription box, I used Recharge with Shopify. And in 2018, it was a reasonably priced app. Over time, it got more and more expensive and was cost prohibitive for new businesses. Once Shopify opened up their checkout and all the new subscription apps started becoming available, I saw Recharge's prices come back down a bit. In addition to this checkout access for developers, Shopify is also opening up access to their backend. And one of the first things that they're opening up access to is their discount engine. Now, Shopify's native discount engine has been a thorn in my side since I first got on the platform. I think that was like around 2016. Lucky for me, I was using Shopify Plus and had access to discount scripts, but they also had their limitations. Just a few months ago, Shopify created the ability to combine discounts, but it still lacks the functionality to do things like a true buy more, save more, using only one discount code in the past apps got around this using the draft order api but it too had limitations and don't worry you don't actually have to understand all that technical stuff the point is with the way developers can now access the back end of shopify and checkout they don't need to use these workarounds and you as the merchant can manage the discounts right in the regular shopify discount admin area You're also going to be able to offer unique discounts across channels like Facebook and Instagram, which is pretty cool and should help you create separate promotions for these channels since it's so hard to get people to leave those platforms in the first place. There's also some additional updates coming to your theme functionality my guess is the new 2.0 theme architecture made it easier to build onto and two new features that they've released are sections and blocks in your header and footer and custom css having the ability to add custom css without editing the theme files directly is great for two reasons one because you can see your changes in real time right in the theme customizer and two It makes it a lot easier to carry over those changes when you upgrade your theme. Another big release is Shopify Magic, a product description AI tool. Now, if you've been paying attention, you know that AI content generators are getting a lot of attention right now. They've been around for a while, but ChatGPT blew up and really brought the conversation to the mainstream. I intended to release a podcast episode all about AI content generators a couple of weeks ago, but I keep pushing it back to make room for some other things. It's still on my list, but the short story is, I just don't know how I feel about them. My gut reaction is that AI will never create content as well as an intentional human. But if it's the difference between you having a product description and not, go ahead and use it. If nothing else, it should serve as a great jumping off point so you don't have to stare at a blank screen. Shopify is also updating their customer accounts feature, giving customers the ability to request returns and simplify the process for them and you as the merchant. I talked a bit about creating a customer return portal on the 12 plus things you can automate in your e-commerce business a few weeks ago. Funny enough, a Shopify returns app developer came across that episode, reached out to me to come on the podcast and talk about the app he developed. What really stood out to me about his app is that it allows you to use an RMA process. The exact reason why we never used a returns app at my previous job. I haven't dug into the new Shopify native return management functionality yet. At first glance, it required a little manual work to get it set up. And I wanted to get this episode out sooner rather than later. But I am having a call with that app developer. So I'll be interested to learn more about that app and Shopify's native functionality and how it all compares to one another. Shopify also recently made huge improvements to its internal email marketing system. Is it as robust as Clavio? No. If you're currently on Clavio and struggle to use it or aren't fully taking advantage of its features and you're thinking about moving away from it, it's probably worth a look. If you're currently on or thinking of switching to Flowdesk for your e-commerce store, I would 100% rather see you use Shopify's native email because Flowdesk has no purchase data about your customers and leaves too much to be desired. As I mentioned earlier, there are a ton of updates that Shopify has been making to its platform. They enhanced their search and filter functionality. They made Shopify flow available to all merchants and with Shopify 2.0 came Metafields. They're expanding on their Metafields functionality with MetaObjects, which is just a collection of Metafields. They're also gonna be releasing their own bundles app, more robust sales tax management, more B2B functionalities, and leveling up their fulfillment and delivery network. It's way more than I can cover in one podcast episode, but I'll put a link in the show notes where you can learn more about everything we've talked about today and everything else that they released. Know that the page I'm sending you to is going to have a lot of developer jargon on it. Don't get overwhelmed by that. Just know if they're talking about APIs, SDKs, or other random words you don't understand that in general, it just means there are more opportunities for developers to create really cool apps to extend the functionality of your store and make them more native to the existing Shopify admin experience. In addition, there are links to other episodes where I dive deeper into some of these features so you can get more details on them. I also don't want you to get starry-eyed by all this information I'm sharing. Just because there's an update coming or available doesn't mean you have to go out and take advantage of them all right now or that they even make sense for your business. Soak it all in. Think through what, if anything, is truly going to move the needle for your business right now. If you have a third-party solution in place for something, cool do your research and make sure the shopify version will meet all of your needs before you go making the switch in most cases shopify's version of something is more like the base model with crank windows and manual door locks do they even make cars like that anymore if you have nothing in place to solve a particular problem then shopify's option is probably a great place to start Ultimately, the way Shopify is opening up its platform is going to be a game changer in terms of what will be possible by developers, and I'm really excited to see where it's all going. If hearing all of these amazing updates is giving you Shopify FOMO and you want an unlimited Shopify trial, please fill out the form in the show notes and I'll get you all set up so you can poke around at your leisure. Once you're ready to go live, I'll transfer ownership of the store to you and you'll be good to go. If you know another Shopify merchant who needs to hear this, would you please share this episode with them? I want to make sure as many people as possible are aware of these updates because any one thing on this list could be a game changer for their business. And if you enjoyed this episode or just enjoy this podcast in general, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts Not only does it let other product-based business owners know they're in the right place, but it gives me valuable feedback so I can keep doing more of what you love. And to my most recent reviewer who mentioned the sound quality, thank you for bringing that up. I know there were a couple of episodes that were a little funky. Truth be told, I edited them myself. Don't tell my editor, although he's listening to this right now. And I've been meaning to fix those and re-upload them, so I appreciate the reminder If it continues, please do message me on Instagram and let me know. And that's a wrap on this week's episode. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today and I'll see you on the flip side, friend.